let's go. Sorry if that scared you, I didn't mean for it to. Just having a lot of fun here with this one. Um, yeah, who's ready to jump into this episode? I am, just kidding. Anyway, um, I feel like I do different themes throughout these different episodes. Like, not really depending on what the episodes are about, but just like having fun with stuff. I like surprising the audience. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I do not know. <laughs> but I just like keeping it fresh, keeping it fun, keeping it real, you know? Uh, just keeping the audience engaged. I hope I'm fun to listen to. I've heard that I'm very relaxing to listen to. Like my voice and the, uh, the background sound, um, or music, whatever you want to call it, just really puts the listener at ease. And honestly, that's what I strive for. Um, as someone who's putting these together, because I want you to be relaxed. I want you to be relaxed and into the feelings and just absorbing this like a sponge, truly. If I could just like take a chip of each episode and just plant it in your brain, I would love to. That sounds terrible though. That actually sounds, <laughs> that sounds like some like top, top secret government stuff. I don't know, I don't wanna go there. Anyway, um, just having fun with this uh let's get into what's going on in my life just because that's always fun for me to explore and uh i feel like there are valuable things to be learned from them um i just released one of my favorite short films um and it's all about so the funny thing about it is that the title of it is you know, have you ever seen, I'm sure that you've seen memes online, you know, um, where it's like a sentence and then a picture, and the sentence uh, is like, you know, tries doing this, and then the picture is like something like humorous. So, usually when it's like a meme, it's like stars around, like, you know, the actual, like the, the text stars um, around the sentence. And mine was, uh, tries making promise to self. And it was, it was very cinematic. It was very dramatic. Uh, and it was awesome. I got great feedback on it. And, uh, I'm super pumped on that. But just, like, stuff like that is fun to work with. And, uh, I just, I enjoy the process. I enjoy the process of storytelling. I enjoy the process of, um, you know, writing the script and everything. And... You know, I'm, I'm very transparent with the stuff that I create. I'm very open to talking about it and everything. Uh, one of my best friends was actually on the phone with me uh, the other day. And, uh, you know, he, he told me about the, the film and everything. He said that he liked it and stuff. And he asked me if, like, its standpoint was coming from, like, personal life stuff. And to be completely honest with you, yeah. Um, there was a point in my life when I actually didn't trust myself. Um, you know, to be able to, like, move forward with something that I was promising myself, because I would, you know, depending on what it was, I would, I mean, relapse, you could relapse for anything, so, like, you know, I was, I was relapsing and stuff, I was losing faith in myself, and, um, it was just very hard to move forward with anything, uh, in terms of honesty with self, so, that was very challenging, and, uh, yeah, you know, it just kind of, it, uh, it really turned into a storytelling theme. Um, and that's what I love, too. That's what I love about my personal life, is that I'm very comfortable with turning personal things into a storytelling aspect, because I just think it's important to. I think it's important to 
you know, um, share with people what it is that you experience because there's so much to be learned in every experience in life. Uh, I think it's always trying to teach you something. And, you know, if I could help someone who's having trust issues with themselves move on from that and be able to really, you know, ground with that, I, I would be so happy, you know? Uh, imagine helping someone learn how to trust themselves and, you know, using something like that as a tool, you know, uh, there's a bit of humor in it. It's funny because um, I don't want to give the film away, so I'm not going to, but it's just... Uh, it's really interesting, the standpoint that I chose to take and how I chose to um, move forward with that. I do want to add a bit of an element right now of um, perfectionism because um, I actually didn't, I, I wasn't, uh, not only because um, I wasn't using perfectionism when I was putting together the short film, but that's also what this episode is going to be about. Um, but yeah, let me let me break it down for a second because um, I used to be someone who uh, was a perfectionist. Um, I would have an idea, and I would feel like the idea has to be like too perfect, and if it's not too perfect, then I either can't start it, uh, I can't move forward with it if I have started it, and um, yeah, just so many times it has really stopped me in my, uh, in my creative process. Um, so yeah, uh, before I get into the episode, I just wanted to say that. Let me make sure there's nothing really else. Um, I'm manifesting like crazy. I know I am. <laughs> I keep seeing numbers everywhere. Numerology. Uh, 1111, one, uh, 111, 222, 333, 444, you know. And, um, it's crazy. It really is. And when you get to learn what those numbers mean, you can, like, flow much easier through everything. So, it's cool stuff. Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. I think we should. Um, so, like I said before, this episode is going to be entirely about perfectionism. How and why perfectionism kills creativity and how to overcome it. Like I said before, I'm someone who used to be very hindered by perfectionism. Um, like I said, you know, if it's not perfect, if I feel like it needs to be perfect and I can't make it perfect, then I just feel like I can't move forward with it. And then you know, whatever it is, a project, say it is, um, it just kind of gets stuck, and it stuck, uh, it stays stuck in limbo, and nothing happens with it, and so it's just, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's stagnant, it doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere, um, but yeah, whenever we're striving to be perfect, uh, we may end up feeling like we're walking on eggshells, and that there's no room for error, this unfortunately has us taking less action because we're too concerned about the outcome. This goes back to what I was saying before. Um, I remember all the times that I would start an art piece, you know, like an art project or something like that. Um, and I have some very detailed art pieces, um, as well as some very detailed uh, music pieces. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's interesting because you have the idea for how you want it to be in your mind. And, you know, you feel like it has to be that or else. But that's such dangerous territory to get into because, like, for instance, how do I say this? The reason why it's such dangerous territory is because 
what perfectionism does to people is um, it takes them out of the creative flow of risk-taking and trial and error and into a mindset of this has to work or else. And it's the or else that deters people from stepping into action. Like, for instance, um, in fact, I can, I can say it right now, I'm actually uh, procrastinating on an art piece that I put together the like foundation um, with the, the pencil and everything. And then what would come next is the ink, you know, whether it's all black or whether it's colored. And um, so I made a decision months ago, back when I first started creating it. I made a decision that I was going to end up doing it with color. And I have not touched that art piece since I decided it was going to be color. And there are times when I just like want to work on it and it's like, no, nope, it's gotta be color. But that's also like another aspect of perfectionism. Like in my mind's eye, the idea is that it needs to be that because that will make it perfect. But to be completely honest with you, I don't think it would. And I'm now actually realizing that I might want to go with, you know, a black and white version of it. But what's cool is that, you know, what's awesome about this whole journey of creation is that you can take something like that, that you feel needs to be a certain way, and you can just experiment it. With, you, can, you can experiment with it in a completely different way, and it will be totally fine. And what's also cool is that when you realize how little time it took to put that foundation together, you can just create it again. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like snap of the fingers, done. But it's more so like, like, come on, like, in all of this time, you could have made that same thing 10, 20, 30 more times, you know? Um, and it's just a really interesting perspective, a really interesting way to look at it all. So, the way that I would really approach things is... Just kind of like allowing yourself to explore and uh, experiment because um, when you do that, you step yourself outside of what it is that you're used to and you explore different territory. Um, you know, this is, this is what a lot of artists do, for instance. Uh, in fact, I'll shout out um, Linkin Park. They're a great example for this. Um, a lot of their music was very much the same until they um, decided to really just break things down. They actually brought uh, Rick Rubin, uh, one of the greatest uh, producers out there, on board to really help them shape the way that they wanted to have things moving forward. Um, I understand that not everyone is familiar with their discography and everything, but they first had Hybrid Theory, then they had Meteora, and then they realized that they didn't, because Hybrid Theory and Meteora sounded very similar to each other, but then they didn't want things to sound uh, similar after that, so they decided to take a different route, and then they created Minutes to Midnight, and that was completely different from whatever they had done else. Then after Minutes to Midnight, it was... I need to make sure I get this right. <laughs> After Minutes to Midnight, it was A Thousand Suns. Um, a Thousand Suns was like Linkin Park's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Um, it's very different. Um, incredible elements. Like, literally, um, A Thousand Suns was probably one of my favorite albums by them because of how different it was. And then they just ended up like 
taking different routes and i really think that it's important to explore these kinds of things not just as an artist but like as a person in general you know like a lot of people look at life as just a straight path headed in the direction of their dreams but it's really not there's a bunch of squigglies that you're gonna have to go through you know you're gonna end up taking a detour that you never even would have thought imaginingly i don't even know what i'm trying to say <laughs> you never even would have imagined yourself taking there we go i was trying to go too out of left field on that one whatever anyway um i just think it's cool when you realize that life isn't going to be that straight path you know that like the dreams that you have don't get me wrong it's great to have dreams and everything and it's great to fulfill them but realizing that it's not just going to be a straight path you know it can't be it, it, and it shouldn't be um and you know i've even seen artists uh struggling i've seen artists struggling hardcore um and i realize it's because they stay the same and you can't stay the same and survive in a world and in an industry that is thriving on evolution you know things are going to be different like that's just the fact of the matter so really working with that element of trial and error you know um let's use let's use a paintbrush instead of a uh, pencil and see what happens let's use a um you know, I don't know. I mean, this is, like, th think about it this way. Think about how many trials and errors Elon Musk went through just to have a successful SpaceX launch. You know, a successful Tesla. You know, um, and I think it's really important to keep that in mind. You're going to need to step outside of what it is that you're used to because what it is that you've been used to will become, you know, I don't want to say irrelevant someday, but you'll be glad that you changed course because if you don't, you're just going to end up stuck in the same patterns and you're going to end up coming out with the same results, experiencing the same things. Life is meant to be experienced differently many, many times. And it's important to get on board with that because if you don't, you're going to have a really hard time moving forward, a really hard time progressing, evolving as an individual. Things change, people change, you know, um, and perfectionism is just not the way you know perfectionism is what stops you from uh trying things outside of what you're familiar with so i would highly 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 recommend that um so like also you know, not, not just addressing perfectionism um and how it kills creativity um but steps to being able to overcome perfectionism is um acknowledging the perfectionist in you i realized i started doing this when i <laughs> i went through this here's a great story to tell i went through an incredible experience where as an artist i realized that i i felt like i was i wasn't trying to judge myself or anything i just felt like i was evolving slow i wouldn't say like too slow but just like slow you know like i i kind of felt like stuck a lot of times and so I literally entered this, por this, this point in my life as uh, an artist where I decided to move forward with the rule of um, don't think, just create. And, you know, I was creating different things. I was creating very different things from what I was used to. 
a lot of it ended up being very abstract, but one of my greatest words of advice for this is that there's so much depth and things to be understood in abstraction. Like, you'll actually make sense of the direction you're trying to take just by, like, you know, um, turning the canvas upside down after you've finished a painting. Like, even if it is, like, a painting of a landscape that would make complete sense, you know, right side up. Like, you never know what, you know, like, what your mind could see differently. Um, and how that could affect your progression, your evolution as an artist moving forward. It's very important to stay on board with that and realize that there's so much growth to be had in that. In fact, um, a great friend of mine who unfortunately passed away, um, he was the, um, the best man at my father's wedding. He was an art teacher and <laughs> I'll never forget this. He suggested two things in terms of like trial and error and like creativity and flow. And uh, he basically said, when you're finished with a piece or when you think you're done with it, hold it in front of you, but like facing away from you in front of a mirror and look at it and really observe it. And, you know, notice anything that you feel like you need to, that, that makes you feel like it's right or that makes you feel like it's wrong and just sit with that. But the other thing that he said was, let's flip that art piece upside down. And, you know, it, it, it didn't like strike me as interesting until I realized like how much it actually works because I've, I've done it myself like I I've <laughs> I've literally created works of art flipped them upside down and then created a whole new work of art based around that one with the original part but then flipped upside down and it's just crazy because it's that kind of perspective that you need sometimes that really moves things forward and it's important to understand that um so think about it, you know, like perfectionism, like think about the person who doesn't want to take it that step further and they're not willing to risk it because they think that this portrait is just too perfect or, uh, you know, whatever it is, um, is too perfect. Um, I mean, you could always start a new piece and, you know, that's that. Um, this is really important, what I'm about to say. I realize I should have said this uh, sooner or I meant to say this in the beginning. Um, the other thing that perfectionism destroys is your ability to I mean it doesn't destroy your ability to do this but I think that you'll become a lot less of a perfectionist when you realize how unimportant what you thought was so important becomes in the future like for instance uh, there are pieces of artwork that I've created that in the moment I was like this needs to be perfect it's going to be perfect this needs to be perfect and to be completely honest with you, I don't even think about these art pieces anymore. So that's like another kind of aspect of like progressively moving forward, like allowing yourself to realize like I'm making a big deal of this in the moment because I want it to be perfect, but in the future, I won't even be thinking about it. Or I mean, maybe you will, you know, maybe it'll be something that you walk into your room and it's just chilling there right above your bed, right? But at the same time, it's really not important to make it so serious. You know, creativity, art, creation, the, the, the art of creation, <laughs> the creation of art <laughs> goes hand in hand. It's just, it's meant to be a raw experience of just transparency and vulnerability. And there's really no wrong way to do it, you know? Like, you could take something and make it look completely different just by deciding to flip it upside down, you know? Like, it's just like, it's incredible. It really is. You could just change so many things. So 
that's what I recommend. Um, and of course, the other thing, yeah, you know, I, I know that people may like overlook this and stuff, but it's really important to get on board with this. Um, the other thing that st that stops, uh, I mean, uh, helping yourself overcome perfectionism. Ask yourself how it benefits you. Now, I literally just said how it doesn't benefit you. So, really taking that into account, like, what about it would potentially benefit you? Other than the fact that you're just trying to make it perfect. And how does that benefit you? How does trying to make something perfect benefit you? Le in fact, let's do this. Ready? How does trying to make something perfect benefit you? Or, no, I should say and or... How does just allowing yourself to create through trial and error and creating something and learning from that and growing through that? Right? I mean, I think that one's much more of a limited experience because if you're trying to make something perfect, it's going to be a lot harder to continually approach it because you have this idea in your mind's eye of how perfect that it needs to be. So, you know, you just think that that's what needs to happen. And it's really not. Let go of this idea of what it should be and just allow it to be what it's going to be. Because when you when you don't think and you just do it like I was doing um, a couple, few summers ago, you really allow yourself to come to a point where you can, like, I guess, step back from the whole situation and realize how just incredible this opportunity to create is and realizing that like, yeah, while you might want it to be perfect, you can also make these brush strokes and you'll learn from it, you know, or these pencil strokes, whatever it is, you know, pencil lines. Um, face the worst case scenario, the what ifs, those are huge. So like <laughs> you're creating a, you're creating a piece of art, right? So throw out the worst case scenario. What if this piece doesn't look that good? Okay. So what then? What if it doesn't look that good? Can you create another one? Yes, do it. And if you don't like that one, you can create another one. It's really important to throw out the what ifs because when you realize how little work it took to create something or how much work and how much you learn from that lot, that huge endeavor, um, it's just, it's important to get on board with that because it changes a lot. Um, and it will really help you out as uh, an evolving artist or creator. You know, um, what ifs will kill you, you know, because like you just tend to like incessantly think about them. And if you don't like face them head on and like take them for what they actually are, just what ifs, you know, like you might be thinking too much about it. What if I, what if I create this piece of artwork and I don't like it? Okay. So you created this piece of artwork and you ended up not liking it. So you create something else. <laughs> It's so simple. People complicate things too much. And I know that I already mentioned this one before, but experiment outside of what you're used to. Why? Because it will literally change how you approach everything as an artist, as a creator, as a cooker, as a, uh, I should say as a chef, however you want to say that, um, as a musician. You know, going back to the story of Linkin Park, they literally changed their sound. They lost a lot of fans because of it. They had a lot of you know, outcry and stuff in terms of like, like, I don't like the sound and stuff, but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> They're doing for them. You know, you, you create from a place of uniqueness within yourself to fulfill something for yourself. And of course, to ultimately, hopefully, potentially, <laughs> ultimately, hopefully, potentially, that was great. 
um, connect with other people on that behalf. I can tell you right now, um, creating something uh, and connecting with an audience on behalf of what you've created is such an incredible reward. Like, not just creating that thing, but connecting with the audience on behalf of that thing in which you've created. It's so amazing. This is something that I like about, you know, creating pieces of artwork, uh, storytelling, all that stuff. It just really changes everything, you know? Um, and it gives you so much motivation to create more and continue connecting more and just to shape the lives of people through what it is that you create because there's so much to be learned through art and creation. It's, it's just, it's so amazing. It really is, I love it. I've been an artist my entire life. Um, visuals, photography, uh, film, well, not all of these throughout my entire life. Mainly visuals, like illustration and everything. That started off way early on when I was a kid. Um, and I've been doing that the longest. Photography came in, I'd say like a decade after that. Um, filmmaking is the most recent. Uh, filmmaking and music. Uh, actually, music production and photography were sooner. And then filmmaking came in more recently. I got myself a camera. Um, you know, I got myself into uh, editing and stuff. Um, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Just the different things that you can do with editing, the different camera angles you can use. I know I've talked about this before. And this is why it's so important to just explore and experiment with different things because it makes things so much better. You will literally learn things. Like, the advantages of not being a perfectionist are just, they're, they're so outweighed by the advantages of being a perfectionist because the final thing to be said here is done is better than perfect and that is it period done will always be better than perfect if you have a product that's created and it's done you have so much to learn from that rather than having something that's just sitting there stuck in limbo because you're trying to be perfect with it learn something from it you know really experiment step outside of what it is you're used to step outside of your comfort and just create, just allow yourself to create, you know, turn off that noise in the mind telling you what it needs to be like and just create. Throw paint at the canvas if you need to. Cover it back up with white because you didn't like it. Throw paint at it again. Cover it back up with white because you didn't like it again. Just keep going. I think that people are very much concerned about having something be done, you know, which is why you should go for done rather than perfect. My friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time putting it together. Thank you so much for your presence here. I sincerely appreciate it. My name is Chris, your host of the Awakened Space podcast. Love, light, and peace over and out. Namaste.